Far off, in the distant skies of worlds unknown, there flies a ship called the Kurgan. Aboard, some of the toughest sons of guns for hire this wild universe ever knew. They are the Misery Loves Company. is certainly catching up with the Misery Loves Company. After landing on a crowfolk planet in search of Cobb Gnarly's missing maiden, the company was attacked by the immeasurable murder of Werecrows, then attacked by their former friend and now the king of the gladiator planet Fork, then by the space police for lying and also blowing up a moon, then by the now angry blood beast they freed from an asteroid. There's no putting it gently, folks. Things are looking grim. We're boned. There's a way out of this. Please, tell us the way out of this. Gum, all we gotta do is escape. It's that easy. Ding dong done. Your turn to talk has concluded once more. Kurgan, what's the chances of us getting out From of this? From your current position, I can do nothing but pray. Uh, you can pray? I believe your current situation is more urgent than the philosophical hurdle a computer praying to a deity presents. But if you insist, we can start a dialogue. Eh, no dialogue. Exactly. Shut up, Bernie. What do we need to do? I have been scanning the planet for her life signs consistently, but I have not yet located her. Alive or dead. We have to get out of this rubble. Before it all comes down on us. Bernie, we concluded your session. I'm not Bernie. I'm a crow man. Car. A what? Down here. Below their feet, a crow folk's head stuck out of a hole in the ground. Lift up this crow hole cover and follow me. I get it, like a manhole cover, but for crows. Solid. Amazing. Ahab, Bernie, and Clyde followed the crow guy down the crow hole into the sewers of whatever city this once was. I didn't know crow folk had cities, much less cool underground sewers. Y'all get a bad rap. The prejudice of the galaxy against the crow folk is a long-standing mire that all my people must wallow in. Much like at this moment you are wading through eons of crow shit. Kurgan? This area is impenetrable by almost all communication methods, even quantum. Sounds serious. It's our hang zone. I want a hang zone. What's your name, friendo? Christopher Acroston. How come y'all always putting crow in your name? How come y'all always abducting us and eating us for holiday? Great question. I have no real response to it, so I'm going to ignore it completely, ethically and otherwise. I respect your openness towards new ideas, Rockman. Thank you. I abhor a new way to think. Can you help us with something? Besides saving you from cosmic horror, gladiators, space cops, and falling rocks, despite your burly friend here's innate and outwardly expressed crowphobia? Yes. Sure. Do you know if a crow named Vanessa Crolton is down here? Not personally. But if she's alive, she's down here. Everyone alive on this planet is down here. Where crows really did a number on you, didn't they? Their numbers blocked out the sun. All lost some, some lost all. Come Gonna be a sad crow feast, Mrs. Year, that's for sure. I don't care for you. Yeah, well, get in line. He has a way with birds. <laughs> I get it. Like a way with words, but with crows. Solid. Impeccable. I get it. Like impeccable, but with. 
peck, like as in what birds do. Tremendous. Applaudable. That joke stuck to me like Velcro. Please. You will be convicted of war crimes for that one. Who's up for drinks later? I'd like a cosmopolitan. <laughs> We're here. Despite the company's extended pun medley, Christopher Eccroston brought the boys to the Crow Folk's isolated underground hang zone. <laughs> the corruption of the Crow people will not stand. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me again. I wish you had died up there. I wish we had all died up there. You mean, you'll call us. Don't call you. <laughs> the company was in a large underground garden of some type. It seemed to be an adopted structure. There were trees, the likes of which neither Ahab, Bernie, or Clyde had ever seen before. Ahab stopped a crow person pecking around one. How long have crows lived here? Since we chased off the fly people. Huh. Interesting. So you don't have the moral high ground whatsoever to be angry at us for eating your people constantly. Hey, is there someone named Vanessa Crawlton here? Oh, yeah, she's here. She ain't going anywhere. What do you mean? She's a... What would you call it? Patient Zero? The infector? Yeah, we got her in stasis. She's the only thing that could cure the outbreak, we think. Top crow minds agree. Can we see her? Sure. Follow me. The company followed the crow to an even more secure facility within the delicate beauty that was the crow's hang zone. Here she is. Patient Zero. The trio approached a crow woman with beautifully maintained feathers and eyes as dark as the eyes of crows, which is to say a medium to heavy brown. She was interred in a small glass coffin with just a hint of ice covering the thick glass. Interesting. So she started all this? We're fairly certain. Call. How long can she survive in this? Indefinitely. We have very secure and- All right, now how are we getting this out of here? Can you carry it? Uh, yeah. Turns out I can. Can't do no shooting, though. We's gonna have to move fast to avoid the terror that awaits us outside. Let me focus on that. You do what you do best. Carry heavy things. I do other things. <laughs> Y'all love my spaghetti? Yes, Bernie. We love your spaghetti. Can't have spaghetti Sundays without spaghetti. That's what I always say, doggone it. Yeah, well, true. Come on. Let's try not to be too conspicuous. Sometimes you guys are called right. <laughs> be... Carful <laughs> not to agitate the crows any further than we already have. Noted. Honestly, this was easier than I ever expected given the state of things. Cobb hopefully will believe us that she was already diseased. Clyde, can you look like that guy Bernie may or may not have just killed? Just unconscious. But really, really, really unconscious. That's called a coma. I know what a coma is. It's Don't you, make you... a comma joke. You don't know how those work. Quiet. Either. Can you? Can I? Why don't I always look okay, like- Okay, thank you. Come on. Clyde morphed into a shape vaguely similar to that of the fallen crow. Nothing, however, could hide the shape of their rocky, chubby friend Bernie carrying a cryotube. Caw, sorry everyone, just a quick move, nothing to see here. Caw, caw, caw. Say, what is that crow doing with the only cure for being a were-crow? Caw. Mm. Do you crows think these Johnny Randos have our best interests at heart? I don't know, my good pal. What should we do? No ideas in my head, my good pal. While the surviving Crowfolk debated the best course of action to take with the smuggling of their medicinal miracle, Ahab, Bernie, and Clyde made their way back to the surface. It was a tight fit through the tunnels for Bernie, but no one seemed to care that he was struggling. Kurgan? Kurgan, are you there? I am. I was worried I'd lost you. What's it looking like up there? We got presents. Not great. If you went off this planet, 
You better hurry. We're on our way up now. They've got Vanessa Crollton, but will the company get off the planet? With an intergalactic war brewing outside, what will become of the Misery Loves Company? Find out next time in episode 15, This Is The End, or When The Saints Go Marching In. The Misery Loves Company is written, directed, and produced by Morgan Stewart and stars Derek Huss, Katie Pappas, Jake Roberts, Ryan Sheehy, and Morgan Stewart. Guests in this episode were Kyla Edwards, Samantha Martin, and Chris Morrow. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. To read cast bios, complete scripts, production notes, and more, visit mlcpodcast.com.